What's up, everyone? If you were wondering how I've done this podcast, it's based off the Anchor. All you have to do is unload the Anchor app. And even better, guys, it's free. You could also possibly be getting paid to do this. I mean, all you got to do is just download the app. Speak your mind. If you ever dreamed of making a podcast or just anything, let your voice be heard. You can also be known on Spotify, Apple, or anything download. Just go on the Anchor app. What's up, everyone? Thank y'all for joining me with Buzzing with Marlo. I am Warren Marlo, yours truly, one and only, and the Buzzing with Marlo special own. Woo! Hey, guys. I'm in a good mood. It is Friday, ladies and gentlemen. It is the weekend almost here. Um, And even better, guys, if you live in Florida, it's going to be hot. And I mean smoking, holly, very hot. Like, literally, it's going to be in the 90s this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. So, which that means, be safe out there. Make sure you wear sunscreen. Yes, I know, everybody wants not to look pale anymore. Trust me, I am that same way. But with me playing flag football, and this weekend, I'm going to at least put 50% SPF proof sunscreen on a little bit you know what i mean so i don't look super red i mean i'm wearing an orange shirt right now i don't want to look like it when i take this shirt off obviously where literally i'm covered completely sunburnt and pain and if i take a shower it just feels like somebody's scraping across my skin oh oh, it's rough but everybody wear sunscreen this weekend everyone protect your skin uh get a little dark i ain't never going Never gonna tell somebody, hey, yeah, don't try to get a tan because I literally try to do it all the time. My wife gets on me every single week when I have a game that I forget to put sunscreen on and then I get a sunburn and she just looks at me and shakes my shakes her head just like I told you. I told you, I told you, I told you. So I'm trying to get a lot more better with it. Uh last week I actually put some on. It was shocking. And it was only like sixty degrees. So obviously this week I probably should definitely put it on. But a little bit about today, guys. Um, everybody knows I've done the background of professional wrestling. I did it for six years. Um, my guest today is a guy that I met on the flag football field. Uh, me and him play on the same team. Shout out to X-Force. Uh, literally a good group of guys that i've played almost three se- i think i've played three seasons now with um on the monday night leagues we play for the bold city church uh league and um it's been a very high growing league every single season so it's been really fun doing this and i mean it's an extra outlet to play flag football on an extra day so i mean you can't go wrong with it but i met T- taylor 
uh, he is going to be my guest today, Taylor Dykes. Um, f- funny thing is, everybody's going to be wondering, okay, so you're going to talk about flag football. No. That's the tricker, ladies and gentlemen. So today, guys, Taylor Dykes does play flag football with me, but he also does professional arm wrestling. Yes, guys, arm wrestling. It's not just something that you see in a bar. It is a legit thing, and we're going to find out a little bit about arm wrestling today. So the biggest thing that me and Taylor are going to discuss is how he got in it. Um, what did he experience? What are some techniques that he's found out that obviously you wouldn't find out doing just in a bar? Or how we used to just see whose arm is bigger. Obviously, we always thought, hey, the most arm arm workouts that you can sling you're just gonna have those big beefy arms and it's gonna be easy easy to just knock somebody down we're gonna find out just what techniques uh what's the purposes of some of this and literally guys what's the future hold for taylor and also big shout out to taylor taylor is number five in the state of florida in arm wrestling yes guys number five in the state of florida and florida is apparently a very big state for arm wrestling so and we're going to also find out lastly is where all he's traveled doing arm wrestling and what's the future hold for him in arm wrestling so guys i'm not going to waste any more time so when we come back guys we will be joined with taylor dykes all right i'm joined with taylor dykes how you doing bud what's going on man much man an amazing day (laughs) yeah yeah hey man all right I got to say, it's awesome that I'm going to be able to do this with you today. Uh, I know you from just based off of the football, too. Well, I got the nickname for you is Baby Grump because, bro, you are grinding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I adopted that nickname a few years back. Hey, man, you're definitely living up to that. I don't know, these last two weeks, I don't know how that Monday went, but obviously judging from the group, it wasn't as bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, trying to get some steps back, getting back to it. Love it. I love it. All right, Taylor, tell the tell the loose listeners basically a little bit about Taylor Dykes. Well, um, generic answer would be, you know, born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, graduated from Ed White High School. Um, <clears throat> I do air conditioning work for a living, and I play flag football and arm wrestle for some hobbies. I love it. I love it. Yes, sir. All right, man. Um, You have a very unique uh, – what's the words I'm looking for? Competition that you like to look for. Um, You want to talk a little bit about it? Yeah, that's, uh, that's cool. I'm assuming you're meaning the arm wrestling deal. There you are. For sure, yeah. So, um, about, I'm guessing three years ago now, I guess I've been in the sport almost three years, um, I got invited to uh, an arm wrestling practice. And uh, some guys from work, and I was like, well, uh, I've always been pretty good at arm wrestling. I've always been a big guy, pretty strong. You know, so I, I said, sure, I'll go see if I'm stronger than my coworkers. You know, pride being a guy, wanting to go there, so. I get there and I have no idea that arm wrestling is the sport that it is. You know what I mean? And I get in this garage. There's probably 15 guys there and they're all, there's three tables. You know, people are talking. 
Uh, some people are just drinking and hanging out. Other people are, you know, grinding on arm wrestling table. I'm like, well, let me get in here and see what it's all about. So I arm wrestle some of the guys from work and I beat them pretty easily. I'm like, yeah, see, I knew I'd be pretty good at this. Then, <laughs> then I get humbled fairly quickly. Somebody comes over there. I uh, can't remember the first person arm wrestle, but I want to say it was Chuck Westbury, my coach, who I owe a lot of my achievements to. Um, he probably came over there and told me, you know, hey, this is how you do it. This is how you stay safe. This is that. This is this. I had no idea any of this. I'm just kind of listening to the guy kind of laughing. I'm like, let me see how strong I am compared to this guy. So I give 110% just slam into this guy. He looks at me and goes, that's really good, bud. And he talks to me while I'm just pushing as hard as I can with all my might. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow. So this is a real thing. And uh, then, you know, some time goes by and I really get humbled. There's a guy there, 154 pounds. Uh, multiple state champ, multiple time state champ. I uh, think he's had a couple national championships. Uh, I don't know all his accolades, but I get up there. I'm like, surely this guy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat him. I, I outweigh him by 200 pounds. I go up there, brick wall, can't, can't move him, man. It's ridiculous. So that, he's 150 pounds, dude, couldn't move him. So, oh, it, it really humbled me, dude. I was like. What, what am I supposed to do, you know? So the competitor in me goes home, gets a game plan. I'm like, all right, I got to figure out what these guys are doing, what what it is. So obviously as time goes by, I've, I've realized that, you know, arm wrestling is more than just if you're stronger than the guy across from you. Yeah, it does. That does play a huge factor, but it also plays a huge factor to know what you're doing. Hey, so how did you get into this again? Uh, some guys from work. So actually, uh, my coach, Chuck Westbury, he works for a crane company. And um, we uh-huh. use his crane company a lot for the jobs we do. And he just, we became friends with him over time. And he invited us one night, said, hey, you guys look like y'all might enjoy this. Went one Thursday night. And I've been going pretty religiously on Thursday nights out there to arm wrestling practice for the past three years or so. So, all right, I, I'm curious. So, what what is what is it like, basically, when you say arm wrestling practice? Like, what techniques are you really doing, and what is it that you're striving to obviously do in arm wrestling? Because obviously, the old school mentality that we've always thought of arm wrestling as mean like something in high school, arm to arm to arm on the table, and basically, who whoever can just knock the other person's arm down. So, yeah, obviously that's what the goal is, is to put the other guy's hand to the pin, uh, pad, to the pin pad, obviously. Yeah. So, but you kind of got to throw that ideology out the window when you start arm wrestling for real, because it, there's so many techniques. I mean, I could sit here for two hours telling you all the different techniques and things you could do to perfect them and this, that, and the next, but the ultimate thing is table time. So that's why we call it arm wrestling practice. You know, I mean, normally it's really just a bunch of guys hanging out in a garage. Um, there's a guy, older guy there that uh, he's a mentor and been doing it for years. And he said, we're pretty much a drinking team with an arm wrestling problem. Uh, so we show up, drink, <laughs> hang out, you know, um, have a good time. <clears throat> but at the same time, like there's you select guys who are on the table the second they get there and until three hours later when everybody's kind of leaving, you know. 
So number number mm-hmm. one thing, in my opinion, for practice wise, is just table time. Getting across the table with somebody who can give you some strength to test you in different positions and just really work with you, you know. So I I don't know if this could be a good comparison. Is it kind of like wrestling? Basically, you got to have two to tango type scenario and stuff. Yes like that? and no. I mean, uh, I actually wrestled in high school. Um, so I compare it to that a lot because obviously to perfect a wrestling technique, you really do need two to tango, but there's things you can do outside of it off of the mat and off of the, off of the table. Um, so, you know, I mean, a lot of cable workouts, there's a lot of cable workouts. You want to do a lot of dumbbell, obviously a lot of arm workouts. Um, your, your lats mm-hmm. are a big thing, your shoulder, your chest, pretty much anything upper body you're using and, and lower mm-hmm. body for that matter. I mean, you use, there's been times when I've been in wars with people where I, I flex every muscle in my body. It feels like I'll come at, I'll come out after with a cramp in my thigh. I'm like, how did I just do that? I was arm wrestling. I don't have a cramp in my thigh. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's definitely, it's, it's a strength sport. You see a lot of guys transition from bodybuilding, powerlifting, all those kind of comp- competition, Highland games, anything where the strength is involved, you know, that, that male ego of mm-hmm. I got to be stronger than that guy across from me, or I got to be stronger than the guy sitting next to me. And uh, it really, that kind of falls into arm wrestling for sure. Okay. I like it. All right. So tell me about your first competition that you went and did. Okay. Um, that one I remember pretty well. Uh, it was in St. Augustine. I remember driving. It was an hour away and, I'm driving there. I actually drove there by myself. I was meeting some friends there and my first competition. I didn't really invite anybody. So I was in my head the whole time. I'm like, all right, I've been practicing, practicing this one thing. I'm, I'm really good at this press. Let me do this press. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do good. I'm going to do good. Um, you know, I'm playing up the, the guys I'm going to be pulling, you know, I know some of the guys are going to be there in the novice super heavyweight class. I'm thinking about the guys I don't know. I'm just like, all right, trying to block out all that, you know, jitters of anything, just like any sport. Right before I take that first snap on the flag football field, you know, you, you got that little bit of anxiety, at least I do. Um, so, you know, I get there and uh, most tournaments pan out, you know, it's a bunch of people in a room. People bring their friends, you know, girlfriends, families, all this to watch. And I'm like, man, this is a, a big deal. So, the, um there's two two tables set up on like a stage. You got an announcer calling out the the matches. You got two refs on each table, and just kind of getting familiar with that I, idea. And then, uh, so my first match I get up there is against a guy that I actually trained with. And you know, at mm-hmm. that time, you know, I have a lot of ego of you know when you go to practice, you're just like you want to beat everybody. Well, I had already beat him a few times, so I was like, okay, that should be an easy win. I get up there, everything that I had thought I was going to do just completely left my mind. Like, I, I was setting up to press, and I ended up hooking the guy. And um, still won that match, so I went to A-side, and then um, probably arm-wrestled a couple more times, and then I get across from this guy who's been arm-wrestling. I mean, the dude was probably 65 years old. He was an older gentleman. But he was strong as an ox, man. And he knew what he was doing. He trained a lot of the guys that were in there. Um, 
mm-hmm. the guy who threw the tournament said, yeah, since you can pull the novice class because I don't have a master's class, so we'll just let you pull novice. So I get in there and I go to war with this guy. Afterwards, he comes up to me and says, man, how long have you been doing this? I said, uh, about two weeks. He said, no way, really? I said, yeah. He goes, man, you're strong. You're going to be something else. I was like, well, I hope so. You know, I enjoy this. So we'll see how it goes. So I, uh, losing to him going to B side, winning, going back to A side. And then I had to arm wrestle him again and I won. Then I went to the finals against another guy who had been in the arm wrestling world for quite a while, but he just was in the novice class for some reason. I remember being mad because I was like, man, I could have won that if he wasn't here and he, he should have been in the pro class, blah, 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 just making excuses for myself, but ended up getting second place in my first tournament ever. Um, it was definitely a, a, a cool feeling, you know, I've, I've still got pictures of it and look back at it like, wow, that was, yeah. that was a different me, you know, like I had no idea what I was doing, but definitely falling in love with the sport. That's pretty awesome. Um, it's pretty – I can tell how much you get into it just listening to how you were talking about that yeah. story. And that's crazy to lose. Like, your, your first your first competition and you were second place. Uh, I mean, that, that's pretty neat. Um, I want to know, what is the prize? I, like, what – do is it kind of like bodybuilding competitions? Like, they give you – like some people will come out there and try to give you like a pro card or something like that. They get you advanced up. It's kind of like, I would probably say like, kind of like jujitsu, obviously you got your black belt, yellow belts, all that stuff like that. I don't know if I would compare it to that. Um, kind of like just, I was trying to like say like ranking wise, well, just to keep building yourself up. To keep going it's really all of a he, hearsay thing or, you know, he said, he said kind of thing. So like with the, with the okay. state of Florida, you know, we're all pretty tight-knit. We all come to the Central events. You know, everybody comes to States. Uh, there's a tournament in Middleburg in uh, June. It's uh, Mayhem in Middleburg. It's, it'll be the fourth one. It's pretty popular. People come to that. Um, and basically, if you dominate at them, you pretty much are at the top of the list. And it, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, there's no formal rankings in the sense of, okay, you're going to – if you win this match, you're going to bump up from 15 to 12 or blah, blah, blah. Um, there is there mm-hmm. is that at a much higher level. Um, but at the state level and the regional level, it's more of a hearsay. Um, and there's a lot of grudge matches. They're called super matches. So um, basically, just to kind of paint the picture a little better, right now I'm ranked number two right-handed and left-handed in the state of Florida. Um the guy that's ranked number one, we've pulled at various tournaments and we've kind of dodged each other. I've pulled him and beat him once left-handed. He's beat me once left-handed. Um, I don't think I have a win on him right-handed, um, but we've probably only arm wrestled once tournament style. So what ends up happening in that case is I'm on paper that there's a guy in Florida who kind of takes over the responsibility of making the rankings, put me below him just because he's been in the sport longer. He has more wins, more accolades, and rightfully so. He's ranked higher than me until we pull in a super match, which we actually set up for the beginning of July, um, just like two days ago. Um, so we're going to pull right and left-handed. Basically, whoever wins that best-of-five match right and left-handed 
will take that number one spot in that weight class. That's pretty cool. So, like how you just said, you kind of like book the event. It gives me like that wrestling mentality. Like, obviously, you go and promote the show. You got to go town to town, basically like promote it type scenario. That's that's pretty cool. Like how, in ways, it's kind of like compared to what y'all are doing there. Um, that is. So, how does that work? I, w- I want to know. So, how does the match go? So, obviously, does it go by a point differential, or is it based off of you just pinning? So, the pin wins. Um, you can lose off of fouls. There's only two ways to win. Either you pin the guy's hand to the pin pad, or um, you foul out. So, most, most places are two fouls. You lose. Um some people give you two warnings. There's a bunch of discrepancies on that. And then, obviously, like I said, if you pin them, you win. So there's no point differential or anything like that. So basically, uh, an arm wrestling match, in a nutshell, is you both walk up. Um, te- technically, like, if your name is called first in the bracket, you get to pick sides. Um, and sometimes mm-hmm. it has a benefit of picking sides. Uh, I don't personally care. Um, but, you know – if you want the ref that's at, if you want the up ref to your left when your arm is on right handed to see him, some people like that. Um, but anyways, you grip up, you have 30 seconds to get your own grip. So that means that you both grab each other's hands and you decide if you feel comfortable for the ref to say go. So you're trying to fight for an upper hand, basically. Um, there's a saying in arm wrestling if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Um, so you want to you want to take something away from them on the go. That's part of arm wrestling. It's the mm-hmm. you know you're you're a smarter arm wrestler for doing that. Um, but if you can't get your grip in 30 seconds, you go to a ref's grip. So what they do is they grab both your hands, they set you in a neutral position. Um, if you cannot move, if you move in a ref's grip, you get a foul. And like I said, two fouls is a loss. Um, so you have to be. So so what do you mean by if you move? What what I'm sorry I I don't mean to cut you out, but um. What do you mean by, like, if you move, you get a foul? So you're, the reason for a ref's grip is for it to be 100% neutral. So you both have the same exact grip. Nobody has an upper hand on somebody. So in arm wrestling, you want your hand to be a little higher than the others because you want to be on top. Um, okay. So if you move your hand up and the ref feels you move it, he's going to call a foul on you for moving in a ref's grip. Or if you reposition your body or if – I mean, anything to basically gain an advantage in a ref's grip, they'll, they'll call you a foul. Mm-hmm. Um, so then once you've got your grip, whether either in a ref's grip or you guys decided on a grip on your own, the ref's going to look at you and he's going to – some of them will touch both your hands. Some of them will just look at you and it's a ready go. So some people's cadence is pretty mm-hmm. fast, ready go. Some people's is really slow. So you have to wait to hear it because – you can get a foul for a false start. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, oh, so a foul, again, two of them, you lose a match. A lot of people get real antsy. I've won a lot of matches. I hate winning matches off of fouls personally because I want to. I want to show that I'm stronger than that guy. I don't. I don't want to psych somebody out and yeah. win that way. But you know, if there's money on the line and they do it, I, I'm going to take my fouls and I'm going to walk. Um, <laughs> so I mean. <laughs> That's the end of the day, guys. That, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> me personally. Some people don't care, but I'm like, man, if we're putting money on it and you can't get your grip because you're that scared, like that's on you, not me. Um, but so once you say go, it's it's a war on the table. Um, 
better man is going to win. A lot of times in my experience, you know, I've had matches where I've went to war. I've had matches last two, almost three minutes. And, but majority, oh, majority oh. of my matches are over in a, in a flash. It's all about who gets that, mm-hmm. who gets that upper hand. If you go to a neutral arm on arm and you guys are both kind of both evenly matched strength wise, you're going to, you're going to have a war. And that's where my wars have come from. Right. But if you're, if you get an upper hand on somebody, even if they are just as strong you or stronger than you for that matter, uh, if you get like a, a, an angle on them where they're not comfortable and you can break their hand back, I've won matches like that so fast where I'm just like, dang, I was expecting to, to definitely have to go to war with this guy. But um, there are some other things that you can uh, foul out for while you're arm wrestling. So say your elbow comes up off of the pad, that's a foul. If you let go of the peg with your uh, non-competing hand, that's a foul. Um, if both of your feet leave the ground, that's a foul. There's there's some few technicalities. Really? Um, it all gets explained before um, the tournament for the newbies and things like that. I mean, I've heard this spiel a thousand times. But somebody needs to like create a video and make them watch it. Make them watch the video while they're signing the waiver, so all the guys who've heard it a thousand times don't have to listen to it. <laughs> hey I, I like that that's pretty cool like damn there's so many different ways to basically get a foul yeah it's i mean and that's the thing like i said i i hate winning on fouls um i've not I've, that sounds like most of the matches though like literally there's so many different ways of getting yeah, a foul like i'm thinking if you do arm wrestle obviously i i think we've all been known for like even in the high school ordeal your hand always had to stay on the yeah. table. And the other one, obviously, has to be either not gripping on something or, or obviously on something just to get that, that grip, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember how that actually worked out. <laughs> yeah, well, and that, that ideology, I mean, you have to throw that out the window when you start arm wrestling because, like, I try not to arm wrestle people in a bar because no good ever comes from that. But when I have, they're always like, oh, you're grabbing the table. Oh, you're doing this. I'm like, that's what you do. You do whatever you got to do to win the arm wrestling match. Like, but they're like, no, just, I want to see how strong your arm is. Like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I mean, my arm's still stronger than yours, but I'm, I'm just going to make it easier on myself. That's just kind of how the, that's easier yeah. to get in. Exactly. I mean, you see too many people get hurt and dude, arm wrestling is a dangerous sport. Cause I mean, you're literally putting so much pressure on that bone um, and on your muscles, your tendons, everything. I've never I've I've participated in multiple sports throughout my life. I've never felt the pain that I felt from arm wrestling in any other, any other sport. It is un, unbearable. And it's not like you're not injured, you're just sore. It's like, you know, I mean, if you go to the gym yeah. and you blast an arm workout and you're sore afterwards, like it's like that times 10. It's it's ridiculous yeah. the amount of pain you can feel from arm wrestling. That's that's insane, man. Wow. How many matches do y'all do for these competitions? Is it all in one day? Um, yeah, most of them are. Um, the only multiple day ones are like your nationals and your worlds. Um, you know, most mm-hmm. of the tournaments are are locally thrown, or either you got invited to one that's being locally thrown, and you just have to travel to it. Um, and it's normally by the guys that live in that area, or just kind of the head of the arm wrestling community in that area. Um, right. So they normally last, you know, depending on the turnout, uh, 
you know, four hours. I've been at ones that have lasted 12 hours and you're just like, dang, somebody gets over with. I'm ready to, I'm ready to go home. Um, Gosh, 12 hours. That's going to be, rough. yeah. And that's normally a lot of times that could be avoided with, um, better communication and like setting everything up organization because there should have been three tables and there were only two or should have been two and there were only one and they had double the amount of entries they predicted and it's it's all about who shows up um and most tournaments are double elimination so i mean just like any any bracket you get thrown on a bracket you you lose you go to b side you win you go to a side um and then it's basically the last two men standing just like any bracket and then you have finals and you duke it out. And then at the end of a tournament, there's always an overall, um, like an overall pull right and left-handed. So everybody who won their weight class, you'll do like a king of the table type uh, deal. So like it always starts with the super heavies. And that was actually my, my latest achievement that I had. I always like to make goals for myself. And I've won multiple tournaments at this point, but I haven't won an overall yet. Um, so an overall, like I always start because I'm the super heavy. So I'll arm wrestle the 240 class. And then if I beat him, I'll arm wrestle the 230 class. If I beat him, so on and so forth. So I hadn't had the stamina to be able to do that up until the last tournament I pulled. I finally won an overall. That's awesome, man. And how many tournaments have you done so far? Man, I probably can tell you that. Um, it's quite a few. <laughs> I mean, if you want to break it down, I mean, I've probably done – five to ten a year over the past three years so anywhere between you know 20 and 30 maybe um okay. and then and most of them are local? Um, most the of furthest them? i've went was north carolina um i've been out i've been to alabama wow. i pulled in georgia i've been down to uh tournament i the most recent tournament i pulled in was actually in tampa on super bowl weekend that's pretty cool uh, the trophy I got for winning it was actually like a shaped like a Super Bowl ring. Pretty cool. Oh, that's um, but there's there's normally uh, two in Jacksonville. So the luxury of living in Jacksonville is you don't have to travel for states. States is always in Jacksonville, so everybody in the state comes okay. out. It's like the biggest tournament in Florida, um, and it's right at Mudville Grill off of uh, Beach and Atlantic. Right there where Beach and Atlantic come together. It's been there for like 30 years. It's been a thing. Um, and I've yet to win that, actually. Um, I've come in second like every year that I've pulled at States. And it's it's the next on my list to win States. Um, well, mm -hmm. actually, the next on my list is uh, Worlds is actually in the United States this year. And it's in Orlando. So I, I kind of have no excuse not to go. I already qualified for it. And um, it's in September, so I'm going to go to Worlds and see where I rank in in all of the world. So you basically have the most elite pullers from every country, as long as COVID permits. It got canceled last year for that reason. Yeah, yeah I was about to ask you, as, as it took a hit, obviously, for COVID. Because, like, how you're saying – you were amazed by how many people actually show up to these events. Like I heard of something like this dude, but I was like, I didn't know how big it was. And I've seen it actually on YouTube. I've seen it on TV and stuff. I'm like, man, they, this thing's actually pretty real. But I mean, I can't knock anything, man. I, I did. You see the picture right there. I, I wore a mask and tights and started uh, fighting for 
for just my spirit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> there's no judgment on anything. <laughs> but it's crazy to see like some of the comparisons with arm wrestling and wrestling because like you just said, you wouldn't be injured, but you will feel it. You will <laughs> after every event, whatever, you're gonna feel it. Like you have to practice this stuff to actually get your body used sure. to it, immune to it, basically. Because obviously, I, when I was wrestling, I'd, I'd wrestle at least two times a week at a training facility just to at least have my reps in for ring work. And then obviously, I go and do the shows. It doesn't hurt that bad because I'm used to it. Now, let's say like now, if I took a bump, ooh, I'm cringing it already <laughs> still sure, to this yeah. day. <laughs> no, yeah, that's 100% how it is, man. Like when I first started, dude, the first couple weeks I went to Armas and I drove home like a T-Rex. Uh, I drove with my knee most of the time when I got home um, because your tendons in your your arm, it runs all the way from like your to your fingers, all the way up to your shoulder. And it just hurts. To, I don't even know how to explain it. Other than somebody said one time, it's kind of like a toothache, you know, when you have a toothache and it just won't stop. No, there's no relief. That's just kind of how it is with arm wrestling. And, yeah. you know, I don't feel it that much anymore unless I practice more than like two or three times a week. Um, and when I say practice, I mean, pull on a table. Like I can do, I can pull on a table once or twice a week and then still do arm workouts and it, I'll feel it, but it's bearable, you know, at this point in my arm wrestling yeah. career, if that's what you want to call it. Um, you know, the, the pain isn't that great. Do you kind of, do you kind of, for like, say like when you do table work, whatever, is that kind of like your arm workout for the week or you obviously still go to the gym and workout well i'd be lying to you if i told you i had a good workout regimen um i always tell myself after every tournament i'm like i've got to get in the gym i've got to get in the gym got to get in the gym um because it make it makes a difference you know with anything you want to be in shape you want to be conditioned you know i always tell you that i see well i appreciate that's mainly just a diet though i've been focused on um but you know i mean i do i arm wrestle uh at least once a week on a table. And then I've got a cable machine in the backyard, a few dumbbells, you know, I've got a flat bar bench and things like that, that I touch, but I don't touch it the way I should. And I've always told myself like, man, if I got on like a five day workout program and I was blasting arms two, three times a week, like I'd be a totally different arm wrestler. And I still believe that's true. I just, the motivation and the, the time, you know, I work, I play football two days a week now, you know, it's just kind of a, it's a hobby more than a, pa- a passion, you know, it's just not, it doesn't pay the bills. You know, if it did, I'd be, I'd be doing a lot more of it, but. Trust me. I remember my first time in wrestling, bro, I was barely making 50. So it's, it's just, you got to love the sport to do it. That uh, That's how I tell people all the time. Like, do not go in, like, I would probably, I'm sure you would back that up on this. Like, don't go and look at these things that are on TV and think <laughs> that's how it's going to be when you first start. It is not going to be that case at yeah, all. No, 100%. And that was kind of – I didn't really have that mindset going into arm wrestling because I went into arm wrestling just kind of – I don't want to say as a joke, but in a way, like, I didn't I didn't know it was a serious thing. I've met people that have showed up to practice for the first time. And they're like, oh, who's your favorite arm wrestler? Uh, I watched this guy on YouTube and this and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like – Man, I didn't know about arm wrestling before I started arm wrestling. 
<laughs> I, I just kind of mm -hmm. showed up. So I had no idea the potential that I could do. But looking at it now, you know, there's guys that travel the world and go teach their arm wrestling techniques and they charge money to do it. I mean, I'm sure I, I think there's guys at the elite level that, you know, they just have that's their job is arm wrestling, make a hundred thousand plus just arm wrestling, teaching workouts, selling gear, okay. selling seminars. And I'm like, man, I'd, I'd love to do that if I could get to that level. But most well, of these guys, really like wrestling. it is crazy to hear this because like, like you just said, like guys that know the technique, like obviously guys that went in WWE and stuff yeah. like that, they will do seminars every other month. And I mean, all us indie guys, we go to these seminars to basically build knowledge, to keep ourselves up to that part so where we can get prepared for the next level standpoint. It's so crazy to see, like, how many comparisons. Um, I want to know, like you say, you go on Thursdays to do arm wrestling practice. Um, do y'all have, like, an arm wrestling team, or is it just singles? Um, so, yeah, it's an individual sport overall, but um, you get team accolades in a way. Um, so a lot of times at states, you know, they'll have an award for best team, uh, best coach, things like that. And Team Jacks is one of the most solid teams when it comes to consistency. There's always some – there's mm -hmm. different teams that meet, you know, some guys in St. Augustine in arm wrestle, some guys in Palatka, Orlando, um, Plant City, Tampa area, stuff like that. And so there's all these different – are teams but it's really just the group of guys that you train with um i mean i guess you can compare it to wrestling in a way you know i mean you've got you've got guys that you working with all the time but then you go out there and it's kind of individual individual thing you know you're in the ring by yourself or you're on the table by yourself that's crazy that, that this is pretty cool like i might have to go check one of these out man this is pretty neat yeah man all are welcome anytime so, where's the furthest that you've went so far to do this? Uh, North Carolina. And that was – I was still pretty fresh into the arm wrestling world. Um, I traveled up there. It was actually my second tournament. I was still a novice. And um, I think I placed second place. Again, both arms right and left-handed. And to this day, I have uh, i don't drink when I arm wrestle um, until I've gotten, like, until it's almost over, because I, if I would not have been drinking, I would have won left-handed. Um, there's a video <laughs> out there somewhere of somebody. There's like the ref is telling me to straighten up because you like, like I said, you have to give a fair grip, and he's telling me to turn my shoulder, turn my shoulder. I'm just not listening to the dude. I don't know if I'm not hearing him or what. And then the announcer says, "Guy on table two, turn your shoulder." And like everybody in the place just starts laughing. I'm like, man, I should have taken it a little seriously. I could have won. I think. There were some prizes in it in that match or in that tournament, but that's the furthest I've gone is North Carolina. I've uh, been to Alabama, like I said, Georgia, all the way over to Tampa and Florida. That's pretty cool, man. So, out of all the tournaments that you've done so far, which one is the most memorable for you? Um, I guess memorable for the how much I enjoy it would be the Mayhem in Middleburg. Uh, it's local. My coach, the guy that I train with on Thursday nights, he's the one who throws it. It's at Dalton's uh, Sports Bar and Grill in Middleburg. Um, and the first year I went there, and it's also it's it's a different uh, style tournament. It's a round robin instead of a, a double elimination. So if there's 13 guys in your weight class, you're arm wrestling 13 times. 
um, I really like that dynamic of it because I like I I like to think I have some stamina for a bigger guy and like a lot of times you know like that that's another attribute that you got to have in arm wrestling is you know if you arm wrestle more than three times some people can't arm wrestle very well anymore um, yeah. so it, it tests your strength and your stamina differently um, but also uh, one year I think it was like two years ago. Um, I won a couple awards at it. It was a uh, most improved arm wrestler um, and uh, best new pro. So it was kind of like an overnight thing. I went from being a novice arm wrestler to not being able to beat very many people to just pretty much dominating a lot, a lot of the competition in Florida. Um, okay. And I'm, like I said, I'm ranked number two right now. I've got a, a match coming up in July to, to take over the number one spot in my weight class. I think I'm ranked like number five overall in Florida. Um, there's some guys in the lower weight classes that are just phenomenal at arm wrestling technique wise, strength wise, everything that I've got my sights set on them for sure. I, I plan on being number one, but as of right now, I'm, I'm still trying to achieve that. Yeah, that's still pretty cool, man. You, like you said, you've been in only for three years and you're number five and how many give me a just a hypothetical guess what's the number rank right now for like all those arm wrestlers in florida and you're number five out of what oh dude there's i mean if you count novice and the people that don't show up to every tournament and you count everybody there's probably close to a thousand arm wrestlers yeah i i think that's a big achievement then yeah I definitely try to hold my head high, you know, I try not to be cocky about it because I still get, I still get beat, you know, there's still people out there better than me. And until, until I'm at the top, I, I can't really talk my smack. I mean, I, I love the attitude you got with that. Um, but I would say this, and this is something I learned a while. And this was when my first year in wrestling, I, I used, I just done it to just say I did it. And my first year was probably one of my best years in wrestling. Yeah. And I got super cocky at the very end. It was this big, big event coming up. It was called Wrestle Bash. And um, it was like our independent version of WrestleMania. And I was so excited. I was in my first title match. I was about, I had an idea. I had rumors going on that I was going to win the belt just didn't wasn't told yet so i was just like you know what i'm gonna hold it out we're gonna see where it goes because i was looking at the card and like there's nobody on that card that's gonna win this match like that should have that title and i was so cocky that whole day because i knew of some stories that were gonna happen in it and i was just like i'm gonna be really excited about this and didn't go my way (laughs) yeah yeah, for sure and i was pissed i i literally almost quit that night i literally almost said you know what i'm packing my bags i'm done and i was so pissed man because i put so much time in my best friend just won the heavyweight title and i thought i was going to get my very first championship and it didn't go my way and i was just like who why like what happened here like this is my best year like i had so many good matches my first year I'm ranked in the top hundred of wrestling. And it was just like, what the heck did I do wrong? And, it, and 
and he pulled me in the back. He's like, dude, you just thought you knew way too much. And he's like, in wrestling, he said, in anything in general, you're going to get too comfortable if you're already at the top. So why get comfortable when you could always press, press, uh, press on and get better and better each and every day? And that's how, something I live by every single day now is just I'm never going to be content of what I have. And it just pushes me more and more every time. Um, I want to know, I know you've been trying to lose weight and stuff. What is your goal weight you were trying to get? Uh, I'd like to walk around at like 300, maybe like 295. Um, how much you weigh right now? I'm like at 350. I was at 390. So I, I think it'd be super cool. Remember when I first met you, dude, you were dang near almost pulling 400. Yeah, dude, I was three. Most I ever weighed was 391. I said, man, this guy stopped. Like, I don't feel good. I don't look good. When I step on a scale, it's it's ridiculous. Like, so I, I had to make a change, and you know, I'm still still trying to fight for that. You know, I mean, I've I lost a lot of weight quick, um, and now I've kind of hit a plateau. But I'm gonna have to, you know, double down on the diet, get into a you know cardio uh, routine, a gym routine, and just get past the plateaus and get down. I know I can do it. It's uh, oh yeah, it's a, Bro, a matter I'm of making this it happen. I will say this. When you put your mind to it, you do it. And I remember when I first played with you the first time, you barely could get up and down the field at first. And now, dude, you're running, you're running almost one into the other. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. one touchdown, I still wish we recorded because that was so bad. <laughs> that was so awesome. Yeah, man. And that's when I first started. I've been playing flag since I was like 15, man. So I'm like 10 years or longer. Um and, you know, when I was 15, I was younger. I was flying all over the place. But I uh, I played when I was about 20. Um, and I was – that was probably the best shape I was ever in, like, 1920, because I had just graduated. Uh, I wrestled all through high school, so I was only, like, 280. Um, and I've, I've always you been You were pretty, 280 in high school? Yeah. I uh, Actually, my senior year wrestling, I had to cut weight to make weight class uh, – to make the 285 oh, weight man. class. Uh my coach, oh, my coach came to me and said, hey, uh, why don't you step on – because I never had to step on a scale. I never had to worry about cutting weight. And so why don't you step on a scale, just curious what you weigh. And I was like 283. He's like, yeah, you're not eating today because we, we had a tournament the next day. I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> um, so what was the weight that you had to make? Uh, you had to be under 285 to wrestle in high school. Um, that is crazy, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. I was, I think I was 6'3", 280 my senior year, and now I'm 6'6", 350, was 390. I'm, like, like you said, I'm still trying to bust that off and be a different guy on the, on the football field for sure. And then hopefully it, it, you know, goes into arm wrestling because I was worried and, you know, I had people asking me, you know, like, do you feel like losing weight, doing a low carb diet is going to take away your strength on the table, this, that, and next, and. I said, no, I don't think that. And from the experience of the 40 pounds I've lost, I feel stronger. Um, That's what I was about to say. I you definitely I, feel like I have. Makes it seem like you've got better on yeah. that table. Well, and I feel like I have more endurance. I feel like, you know, even if I do get in a sticky situation, I'm able to sit there and because there's, like I said, I've been in matches for two and three minutes. Um, so there's times at practice when I get into a position with somebody who's pretty strong, you know, and. I'll let them get me in a negative position and I'll just, I'll sit there and hold for, you know, 30, 45 seconds, a minute, 
And before, dude, I couldn't breathe. I'm sweating bullets the first time I do that. But now I'm, you know, I feel good. I mean, the endurance is the endurance is really long. For an arm wrestling match, that has got to be very long. And and just think, you still got more after. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's normally – normally my my three-minute match was at States. Um, and I was I was on the B side, and I had to win to go back A side to go to the finals. I think we were we were arm wrestling for third, and I I only had to arm wrestle one more time, and it was for the finals. So it was like I've got to win this match. If I lose, I'm out. So that, but mm-hmm. if it would have been like my first loss, I probably would just laid down. You know, be like, all right, you can have it. <laughs> I'm gonna save my energy. But uh, <laughs> longest match I've ever watched live. Um, was I think like seven minutes or something like that. It was between uh, seven minutes. Yeah, there's ones that have been longer. Um, a lot of times it's people that you know they're just their egos get the best of them and they're just locked in the middle. They're not even really trying. But like the one that I watched was between two top dogs, uh, Jerry Cataret and Michael Todd. They're in the the World Arm Wrestling League, which is WAL. It's probably the most popular, at least in the mm-hmm. states. Um, you've got some other uh, outlets for it. You got top eight and stuff like that. But in the States, I think WAL is the most popular. They have pay-per-view events and uh, hammer holders, just like a, you would have a title belt. You have hammer holders in each weight class mm-hmm. and all this. But they, they battled it out for seven minutes, man. And, like, the whole time they're just sweating bullets and, you know, just giving it all the power they can. Um, and it's never like you watch, like, I don't know if you've ever seen over the top, you know, and you watch these guys yeah. go all the way to the right, and they're like, oh, I'm going to take you all the way back to the left. It's normally like dead center lock. Somebody will have just a little advantage, and you're just waiting for them to make a mistake or something and, and capitalize on it. This is basically a lot of hands turning bloodshot red. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Well, and uh, nine times out of ten, the, the elite arm wrestlers will end up in a strap. So that's uh, – I don't think I talked about that dynamic of it when I explained the match. But if you slip when you're arm wrestling, if you come apart and uh, somebody wasn't in a losing position when you slip, the match goes to straps. So they tie your hands together. And sometimes just tying the strap will put strain on your hand and it will just be aching. But then you're like, man, now i got to go arm wrestle this dude. Um, but that's uh, nine times out of ten when you watch an elite match that goes for a long time, you've got – I mean, your hands turn purple at some point. Gosh, that's crazy. Is there a part where the ref will, like, call it to say, like, like how you said their hands will turn purple? Is it, like, a certain level that they look at it and be like, you know what, we got we to X, X, it's got it's to be done? I've never seen it like that, like, called for somebody's hands turning purple. Um, I've seen ref stop matches for, like, bad positions. Um and that's normally in people who are inexperienced because you can break your arm very easily in arm wrestling if you get into a bad position. Um, so I've seen ref stop matches for bad position. I've seen ref stop matches for, you know, if the strap comes loose and somebody gained an advantage because the strap came loose. or But I've never seen it to where, like, they stop the match because somebody looks like they're just about to give out. Like, normally that person is going to pass out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either that person's just got a really good lock and they're strong, or uh, normally if that person's at that breaking point, there's just no coming back, you know. Because it's like with me, if I get if I get 
down low enough and I have the position I need, I'm hanging all 350 pounds on your arm or I'm pressing all 350 pounds on your arm plus the pressure of my muscle, you know? So there's just, Mm -hmm. there's just a point where it doesn't matter how strong you are, you're going to give way. Oh, that's crazy. It's like a game of tug of war that was just with your arm. Oh, for sure, man. Oh man, that's crazy. So, all right, I want to go back a little bit, Taylor. Tell me what it's like, obviously on the, uh, when when you're about to get ready for your first match. Um, what is your preparation for it? Well, me personally, dude, I, I get jitters. Um, I, like I said, I've played a lot of sports, but for some reason, arm wrestling, I get jitters. And I don't know if it's because the the wait is so long, the anticipation is so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm in the super heavyweight class, so I always arm wrestle last. I say always. There's been like one or two tournaments I've been at where they've started with the super heavies and then they'll bounce around. Um, and I was really appreciative of that because I'm like, man, I don't have to sit here for three hours and watch these little guys arm wrestle. Um, but sometimes – So they do the, the weight class the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah. So you, you've got to – it starts at like 154 and goes all the way up to 240-plus is your general, general weight classes. So I always outweigh my competition normally by 100 pounds. Um, but like I said, that when I first started arm wrestling, the dude that was 150 pounds beat me. So, I mean, that doesn't always matter. Um, but to, to answer the question, like I'm always jittery until I pull that first match. Once I pull that first match, I call my nerves. I'm like, okay, because you're sitting there, you're running all these scenarios. You're like, all right, what if I get this guy first? If I lose to him, I got to go to B side. But what if I get that guy second on B side and then I'm out? for a double elimination i've lost two you know so you're playing that in your head you're playing well what if i win my first match do this how am i going to set up am i going to press am i going to hook am i going to top roll what what am i going to do so there's a lot that runs through my mind um i can't speak for anybody else obviously but for me personally there's it's uh very uh makes me very anxious you know yeah oh yeah that's that's it's so crazy, like, how so much similar some things. Like, I, I'd say kind of like our football games. Obviously, when we get prepared, whatever, obviously Jordan, Jordan's getting loose up and anything, it, it never is going to click until after he has that first throw. The first catch, then you're in the zone, boom, there you go. So that's pretty cool to, like, see, like, how compares you compare that with arm wrestling. Um, I want to know, you say the A division and the B bracket it's a double elimination even though if you lost the first match or say like if you lost your first one and you're in the beat is there still a chance for you to win the whole thing or is it like a loser's bracket type scenario hey, yeah i can hear you i lost you for a second there? Okay. Uh, uh, did you hear uh, that, or it you. cut off? Hold on, I'm trying to get you back in my headphones. Okay. All right. So you know, you know how like in tournaments, like in our flag football terms, there's a winner bracket and a yeah, loser's sure. bracket. Um, in arm wrestling, is that kind of like that, or is it even if you still make the B bracket, you still yeah, have a so chance to win the whole thing? Still. Um, I've had matches where I'll I'll uh, go undefeated. And then I'll beat a guy. He'll go to B side, have to arm wrestle again, and then he'll come and arm wrestle me. 
and I'll have no losses. And if he beats me, he has to beat me twice to win. Um, so basically, whoever, if you lose twice, you're out. So, but if you if you go B side mm-hmm. and you get to the finals and both the guys or the one guy is undefeated um, and you beat him twice, you can still win the tournament. So, yeah, even if you even if you lose your first match, you can still go back and win the whole tournament. Okay, that's pretty that's pretty awesome, man. I'm gonna definitely have to go to one of these with you because I've been really curious. Like since I've known you and you told me about this, and I was like, I was like, I gotta go check this out because I was like, you know what? I can't knock nothing because after I done wrestling, I was like, there's no such thing as you can't do anything anything now. Um, so it's just like it's crazy to see like everyone's special hobbies in like this arm wrestling gig, and I mean it's a serious deal. I've had some friends of mine tell me that they've went to some of these things and they're like, yeah, man, this, this is legit. Like this stuff, <laughs> see yeah. the arms get broke, all this stuff. And I was just like, yeah, you definitely hate to like, see the yeah. arms get broke. I've, I've witnessed that twice and I, I wish I could say I haven't. It's definitely something you don't want to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's aside from that, dude, it, it's exciting. You know I mean? I've, I've never went to just watch, but even if I couldn't arm wrestle, I'd go just to watch, man, because all day long you're watching for these matches. You're looking at people, you know, you're watching in the 190 weight class. You're like, okay, this guy is at the top of his level, and so is this guy. Let's watch this war, and they'll go to war, man, and you're sitting – everybody in the room is up, screaming, hollering, just rooting for whoever they're with. You know, people's wives and mamas come and screaming, and you get in – people get into it, man. I get into it myself, you know, especially when it's somebody on my team that I train with, you know, I'm yelling at them. What are you doing? That's not what we mm-hmm. talked about. Go back to this part. Go, go inside with them, get in the hook, do what you got to do. Don't, don't lose that way. You know I mean? It's, there's a lot of hype in it, man. It's a good time. Hey, how's your fiance? Oh, dude, like, she loves it. does she, she like watching them? Videos. She, uh, normally when she shows people the videos she got, she mutes them because, uh, She's screaming so loud, her voice is cracking, screaming, come on, babe. Yeah, I I told her the other day, I I appreciate her so much for being my biggest fan, you know, and she supports me in all the little hobbies I have, and I couldn't ask for better with that. Hey, that's the ones that you know you got to put the ring on them, because they they are very rare. (laughs) They are very rare. Even though as much as my wife loved me wrestling, oh, I'm sure. she was so yeah, happy when I found told me from that. <laughs> and, I mean, not even from what you just told me, but just watching it and seeing what those people go through, man. I mean, slamming your body on the ground, jumping off of things, jumping through things, and colliding with somebody every single three seconds, you know. That's it's dangerous, man. It don't matter how, how good you are at avoiding – a dangerous position it's still dangerous dude. yeah you could be the best wrestler in the planet if you if the guy that you're working is not on the same mindset uh, when i say like same mindset i mean like knows what's going on is aware to properly do the moves that you're that y'all are doing one bad turn and that's a life almost like if you really think of that way i i say that now when i used to joke about it because if you thought about it back then, yeah, man, you can't think about that's it. That's when you know I you're going to hurt somebody. Eliminate like, the thought of, you know, it might break my arm. 
I know it's a possibility every time I grip up with somebody, but I'm like, man, I'm going to mm-hmm. wrestle, I'm going to arm wrestle smart, dude. I'm not going to, you know, and I pray before every tournament, you know, I pray that I can wrestle, arm wrestle strong and arm wrestle smart and safe. Mm-hmm. You know, always just the three things I pray for because it's, I mean, number one should yeah. be my safety. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't want to walk away going, or you don't want to ride away in an ambulance going to get a splint and a surgery on your arm, you know? Yeah, I know. I mean, it's crazy. Some of the stuff we love can be really harmful. Sure. <laughs> All in one. Well, that's like I always chalk it up to what I was saying earlier. It's just the male ego, man. Is what keeps me, what keeps me humble, and what keeps me. It's kind of like yeah, a big that's why, competition, that's why I, I would say. I play football and arm wrestle. You know, I mean, it keeps me humble and it keeps me, lets me be able to walk around with my head held high. You know. Keeps you going. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's an outlet. And flag football, man, has yeah. been my biggest replacement with football. I meant with wrestling. So, obviously, do I miss wrestling? Of course. I've, I've told you numerous times. I've, I miss it every single day. But playing flag football has eliminated what we call the itch type scenario. Um, obviously, when the season's over, the itch starts rubbing back on my skin a lot quicker. And then it's just like, all right, man, this season needs to hurry up back <laughs> yeah, yeah, <for laughs> before sure. I start hitting boards that's, again. <laughs> that's why I do it, man. I mean, you just get you get pent up. You got to let the let them endorphins out somehow, you know. I, I love it. All right, Taylor, we're about to be finishing up on this. Um, what does the future hold for you? in your arm wrestling competition standpoint um, and just you as a whole? I guess my achievement I want right now, like I said earlier, I've, I've got my eyes set on the world. Um, but more so right mm-hmm. now on a on a local level, you know, I look at it like a, a ladder that you got to climb and you can't, you can't take over the nation before you take over the state. So my goal right now is to be number one in the state, which, I, yeah. like I said, I've got a super match in July to uh, take over that spot. And then uh, we're actually the reason I'm doing that super match is at the end of July, there's this little uh, grudge match going on between all the Southeast states. So we've got Florida, Georgia, Alabama, <clears throat> Mississippi, Louisiana, North and South Carolina, all that all going to show up and bring their best pullers. And uh, I got invited to be on one of the teams for Florida. We're making two teams. And that's why I called the guy out. I got put on the B team. I was like, man, I want to go arm wrestle on the best team. So, uh, Right now, it's to be the number one arm wrestler in Florida, mm-hmm. and then obviously at that tournament in July, I would I would love more than anything to take over the number one spot in the Southeast. If I can do it all in one breath, that'd be super sweet. And then uh, a couple months later in September, if I could rank, if I top, if I made it to the top twenty five in the world, dude, that'd be a huge achievement. Like that's that's where I mean, I, obviously I'd love to oh, be yeah. number one, but I'm just trying to set a realistic goal, like. If that if a ton of people show up, if I can rank number twenty five out of you know a couple thousand people, I'd be super super excited. Um, that's pretty much it in arm wrestling sense, you know. I mean, we talked about the weight loss goals and the flag football goals. You know, I just want to feel better. I want to walk around, <clears throat> you know, not out of breath. My knees not hurting. My back not hurting. You know, I got a I got a wedding in September. Um, as you said, my I have a fiance. We're getting married in September. You know, I want to feel good and look good walking down the aisle. Um, definitely achieve that. Be a good husband. 
be a good follower of Christ, all those things, you know. I love it, Taylor. That that's that's awesome goals, man. And I will say this just personally, knowing you dude, you put your mind to it when you want it. And congrats on the wedding part. I didn't know it was gonna be in September. That's pretty yeah. That's almost, yeah. I mean, we're pretty much close right now. (laughs) Most of the time we're playing, so we're talking game plan. We're talking that more than we talk talking other stuff. But, yeah, married in September, you know, just focusing on that, planning a wedding, doing doing all that fun jazz. Oh, yeah. All All right, Taylor, I appreciate you doing this with me today, man. It was well overdone. I know you've been asking to do this numerous times. Um. That little perk that we said about my wrestling ordeal, I'm sure you've seen it personally <laughs> in hand. My memory sucks. <laughs> but, man, this was awesome, man. It's crazy to believe, like, how serious arm wrestling can be and, and obviously how big it is. And that's even crazier to know. You're number five out of the state yeah. out of, like, mm-hmm. thousands of people. So that's yeah, definitely. that's something I'm, to really uh, take from it found the sport you know something that that's why when i first started i was like even though i was getting beat by a guy who was 150 pounds i was like man i, I can do this something that I, I i enjoyed enough to put my mind to and i appreciate you saying about me that i'm a kind of guy i like to think of myself the same way you said it i'm the kind of guy if i put my mind to it i'm gonna make it happen so i can tell you and me both are very good oh, yeah at competition we love competition we strive for it in ways and maybe that's another reason why we do so many different things and overbook ourselves all the time so it's like you just you just want to keep going man you can never just want to stay still i tell people all this time it's better to take chances than just sit down and then think oh man what if screw the what if why not do it and either take the take the consequences or you realize you know what maybe it wasn't there but i tried that's all that matters all right taylor i will probably see you you tomorrow on the field no doubt man it was was a blast listening about this man it's it's crazy as long as we've known each other this was actually a really good long conversation that we've actually haven't had so that's one thing I love about podcasts is basically you get to know somebody more than what you already thought you knew. So this was really a this was an honor for me, man. I appreciate you coming on and you're more than welcome to come on at any time you want, man. All right, well, we'll see you. All right, Taylor. I hope you have a good night, man. All right, I want to give a major shout out to KC Graphics. Um, they literally are phenomenal. I just had them do my Wild Boys flags for upcoming for Panama. Uh, phenomenal look. They did a, such a great job, detailed everything. And not only do they do flags, guys, they do backpacks, uniforms, wedding invitations, pictures, you name it. If you want it, they will make it. Uh, they will not disappoint you. And if you need to get a hold of them check them out on facebook and instagram at kc graphics design uh, that is kc graphics design i'm telling y'all y'all will not be disappointed uh they do phenomenal check them out kc graphics
right, all right. Time to get to go home cue. First and foremost, I'd like to thank Taylor Dykes for coming on today and just talking about some arm wrestling, man. Like, I don't know about y'all, man, but I definitely see a different outlook on arm wrestling. Knowing that I, I did professional wrestling, I did hear of it, and I heard that it was actually a big deal. And I've actually heard that they get some main good draws out there. Obviously, with COVID and everything right now, kind of lowered down a little bit but other than that man i i'm sure that's going to keep growing and uh, major props to taylor and uh hope and pray that he continues to stay healthy in arm wrestling and also just keep pro progressing up and more and more every single time like i said taylor was number five in the state of florida hopefully in the near future he'll be number one uh obviously taylor's future and outlooks on What's going on is literally, literally is being number one. I mean, if that's anyone's outlook, you should always strive to be the number one person in anything that you do. That's how I live every single day. That's how I've been built since I was basically a, a baby, in my opinion. Uh, I just don't like being told somebody told that I can't do something. Um I prove everyone wrong. I try to prove every wrong every single day. Uh, like this podcast, guys. I never thought that this would really work. And, man, I'm just amazed and just blessed. And can't believe we're on episode 56 right now. And I haven't even been in a year. And I'm having a blast doing this. Uh just give y'all a little update of what's going to be happening later on. Furthermore, each and every episode, I have more episodes lined up, more amazing guests lined up. It's never the same thing. I have some really interesting guests coming up soon. Uh, I appreciate everyone listening today. I hope we didn't bore y'all. And guys, I hope y'all have a great weekend. And also, I want to also say this. Um, I do have a link tree. Uh, go on my Facebook page, uh, my podcast page, matter of fact, go on the Real Buzzing with Marla Facebook page. You can follow it. You can get on the group. And um, every single week, the new episode will be published on that as well. And you also get to find out a little bit of info of my guest every single week. So you get to just find out, just keep keep tabs on them and just see what they're doing obviously through the covid areas and stuff like that some of my guests are still on lockdown in ways so it's like literally it's an amazing outlet it's an amazing thing just to watch people just live vicariously in someone else's shoes and that's one thing i see the podcast is just basically you come in here with an open mind and you just want to learn and you just come in and you just have your ears open and just see what happens and that's how i that's how I do these episodes, guys. I don't write anything. I don't pre-plan anything. I might research a little bit on the guests, but I want them to tell y'all who they are. I want you. I want them to tell what they do and uh, explain to them why they should invest, why they deserve the time that y'all want to listen to them every single week. And I get amazing feedback every single week, and it's just amazing. And uh I couldn't do this without y'all. I just wanted to say I appreciate and love every single one of y'all. It's just an honor and an absolute blast. But I want to finish off and tell, 
Taylor Dykes, thank you for coming on today. Uh, man's about to get married pretty soon. September is coming really quick. Uh, major shout out to him on that one and uh, his amazing fiance. Uh, a wonderful person in general. Uh, just a wonderful guy. And I'm so happy for everything that's going his way. He works his butt off. I mean, I want to let everybody know. When y'all see these pictures of Taylor, y'all will be like, man, that's a big dude, man. But just think, this dude has dropped weight so drastically in ways sometimes. And I just, I I give him a compliment every single time I see him. It's just, when I first met Taylor, Taylor could barely get up and down a football field. Now, Taylor's running from one end to the other and almost finishing two games back-to-back. Literally cardio fine uh actually three games sometimes we do three games in ways so it's like he's running relentlessly uh obviously he might need a little breather sometimes but taylor is working his butt off to improve each and every time and the biggest thing is when he loses the weight is also making sure it helps him in the arm wrestling because obviously we've all heard the the saying hey the big arm beefy arms get get the pin uh not always true sometimes losing the weight and just keeping muscle makes it a little bit better makes it a little bit stronger keeps your endurance up more in ways so it also gives you that longevity standpoint and that's about workouts or anything like that but all right guys i want to wrap it up also i want everyone to if you haven't check out spotify Wherever you get your podcast, whatever you listen to this podcast on, I want you to follow it, subscribe to it, download whatever you need to do so you can keep in control and know when, when all my new episodes come out. Each and every week, like I said, my every episode will be uploaded every Friday. There will be an episode published every Friday for everyone and anyone to check them out. But... I guess it's time to wrap it up, guys. Let's do it like I only know how to do. I hope everyone washes his hands. Stay safe. Stay clean. Do what you got to do. Protect what you got. And I will be back when I have my down the road. Later. How's it going, everyone? Warren Marlowe off of Buzzing with Marlowe. Uh, if you haven't, I know with any platform that you are on, uh, to keep having us grow more and more, uh, we are so grateful that we've gotten the iHeartRadio gig. We would like everyone to like, subscribe, and just add our channel. It helps us keep growing more and more. Also, leave five-star review. Uh, leave reviews. Um, what we will also do is post little messages. Leave us messages of what, how y'all think about each episode. What y'all, what y'all got out of it? What, what do y'all want us to talk about? What do you want us to kind of get the topics on a little bit? I mean, it's anything and everything. So, like I said, everyone, please like and subscribe on any platform that you are listening to us on. We greatly appreciate it. Also, stay tuned every Friday. For buzzing with Marlo. Thank y'all and have a blessed day.